Hello everyone, Corey Willis here. Hey, before we start the show, I just want to take a brief moment to um, remember and honor all of the people that were lost um, during the 9-11 attacks. Um, Once we um, take a 10 second pause, um, we will begin the show. But I wanted to do that just to remember and honor all of those victims um, lost to um, that tragic day. Thank you, everyone, again, for listening to the show. I just wanted to take that moment to honor and remember all of those people that were lost. So without further ado, here is episode four of the Breakdown Sportscast. What is going on, everyone? This is Corey Willis here, and you are listening to another edition of the Breakdown Sportscast. Um, I hope everyone had a great weekend, got a chance to, you know, watch some football, hang out with friends and family, all of that great stuff. I hope you guys had, you know, an exceptional time um, doing whatever you were doing over the weekend. Um, But yeah, um, in terms of college football, it was a great week two, of course, Um, got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's going to be a quick show. It's just me this week. Um, Hopefully next week. Um, Our good friend Chris will be back on the show with us to talk about um, all of the news that happened in week three of the college football season. So um, be sure to stay tuned for that. But um, as always, if you're listening in on the show, we very much appreciate it. Um, We're on multiple podcast applications such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on YouTube now. Amazon Music and Audible, iHeartRadio, and many other platforms. So, yeah, we very much appreciate um, you guys tuning in to the show. Um, feel free to, you know, subscribe, um, like, dislike, um, all of that good stuff. It helps us know um, what we're doing, what we're not doing. And, you know, that feedback is, um, you know, very important for us as we, you know, look to grow the show over time so so yeah um yeah let's go ahead and get into week two like i said guys this is going to be more of a shorter um show so um and uh unfortunately chris isn't here so um just bear with me today we'll get you guys out of here um but yeah um week two was one for the books, I'd, I'd say. There was a lot of stuff that had happened over the weekend. We had Texas going to Tuscaloosa. Um, the last time you'll see Texas taking on Alabama as a team um, that's a part of the Big 12. Because next year they're going to be a part of the SEC conference. Um, so we'll go ahead and start with that. Texas went to Alabama and... They smashed Alabama. <laughs> Who knew that UT was going to go down there and play as well as they did? And, you know, just hearing um, Sark's comments after the game and how proud he was with Quinn Ewers, um, man, you got to you, you gotta really be um, happy for what Sark has done um, in his short time. Uh, with the Longhorns and, and getting them a victory like that. 
that's a big big victory but yeah um the longhorns go into tuscaloosa take on the tide they defeated them 34 to 24 quinn ewers had a monster day he was 24 for 38 um with 349 yards through the air and three touchdowns no interceptions um jalen milrow um he was 14 for 27 255 yards through the air two touchdowns and he also threw um two interceptions that were pretty much um buzz killers um if you're if you're tired fans out there um overall like this was an excellent game um but i i, I have to say if you are a crimson tide fan how are you feeling after you know losing to to texas the way that you did at home um it, it's it's a tough one and i know it's just like the season practically just started so there's a lot of football left to be played but um you know tide fans and i know if you're any of you guys are, are listening um that performance over the weekend was not enough so you know you're really trying to you know <laughs> look at your team you're scratching your head and you know hopefully nick saban is also doing that as well i mean he should be um as much as he as he's getting paid of course um being the head coach um he has to figure out an answer and i'm not sure what that answer exactly is but something has to be done um down in tuscaloosa because you know your schedule doesn't get any easier of course um and i can pull up alabama's schedule right now so next week um or pretty much this coming saturday you have to go on a trip down to face um south florida the bulls um <laughs> which is so interesting because alabama usually doesn't play group of five teams at their place so that's a very weird um <laughs> weird trip i say if you're if, if you're the crimson tide um but hey, you know, if you're a recruit and you're watching the the Crimson Tide play um this coming Saturday, yeah, you know, why not? <laughs> um, you know, maybe maybe you can entice Nick Saban to um take a chance on you cuz right now things are not looking good for the Tide after um that loss. Like I said, um it's not looking good right now, but things can always change. So, after that game, you have to pretty much face both Mississippi schools back to back. So um, Ole Miss will be first, and then you have to face um, Mississippi State. You have to go to Starkville. So that's going to be interesting. And then after that, you have to go face um, Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M. We'll, we'll talk about them um, afterwards. So it's just a number of games that honestly – they could be trap games. I mean, we don't know what Arkansas is going to be like um, later in the season, but, you know, it is K.J. Jefferson. 
and you know they're you know they're they're a pretty pretty solid team um when they're in a rhythm so you have them you still have have to face tennessee of course um lsu is always lsu and then um you also have to go on the road to face the kentucky wildcats and then later on you have to face auburn um at auburn so it doesn't get any easier if you're an alabama fan so i i'm i'm kind of looking at their schedule right now and i'm scratching my head too wondering how do they make it out um of this regular season unscathed after losing to texas so we'll see um still a lot of football left to be pl- be played um so i i won't i won't judge the tide too harshly um it it's still um definitely you know a wait and see approach to to see what happens so so that was that was that game like i said i enjoyed it it was a great game and um we'll we'll see how the regular um, the rest of the regular season goes for the Crimson Tide. But um, in terms of Texas, um, we'll, we'll go ahead and look at their schedule right quick. And then we'll we'll go to some of the other games of the weekend, the past weekend. So after that, they play Wyoming. Um, should be a, a W, of course. Have to go to Baylor. Um, they should take care of Baylor just fine. I know Baylor play hard against Utah, but um, but Texas should take care of Baylor. Um, after play Kansas at home, um, the Oklahoma game, which is what what we feel like is going to be one of the biggest tests, as always, um, Red River Shootout. So um, that will be an interesting one to watch once that time comes um at houston um they should be able to squeak out with a win against houston but we'll see um byu at home um they have kansas state at home so you know both of those teams probably back to back um they're gonna have to you know bring it um, be very serious because you don't want to be trapped <laughs> taking on any of those teams because um, BYU and Kansas State are pretty uh, good teams. So um, that's definitely going to be be some some games that they're going to have to you know tighten up that chin strap um, once that time comes. So um, at TCU. At Iowa State, and then and then um, of course they end with Texas Tech um, in the regular season. So um, you know for for Texas, the the schedule I think overall is manageable. Um, but you know we'll we'll, we'll see what happens um, with the Longhorns going forward. But I think taking care of Alabama does help with confidence levels, uh, of course. So that can only help them throughout the season. They just have to finish. So we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely see if Texas finishes, but, but yep, that was, um, Texas and Alabama. Um, we'll go into the next game 
that I have for you guys. Um, this this game had happened earlier in the day. Um, it was Nebraska. The Cornhuskers um, traveled all the way to Boulder, Boulder, Colorado, to take on the Colorado Buffaloes. Coach Prime and his squad. Um, yeah, um, Colorado is now ranked um, ranked number twenty-two. Well. They came into the game ranked number 22, um, but now they are ranked, I think, 18th um, now. So let me let me just check right quick just to make sure. And they are. I was correct. Yep. <laughs> so. So, yeah. Um, Nebraska travels to Boulder, takes on Colorado. Um gets manhandled 36 to 14 um Shadur Sanders had another big day um 31 for 42 393 yards and two touchdowns um they Colorado kind of started pretty slow I will say Nebraska um brought a lot of defensive um you know plays to the forefront um, to kind of throw off Shadira, I should say. So, um, but overall, once uh, Colorado kind of s- settled down, of course, um, that's when they really start to air out and air it out through um, throughout the day and really take control of the game. So, it was a big day for Shadir, uh and his squad, Coach Prime. And Shadur had talked about comments that um, now head coach of Nebraska, Matt Rule, had to say about <laughs> um, Deion Sanders. And um, yeah, they they were not having it, of course. So they they were they felt very disrespected as coming from Shadur and Deion to a point um, and saying how um, Matt Rule had pretty much approach the week and and what his thoughts overall about Dion being the head coach of Colorado um yeah they they were not <laughs> they were they were not taking those comments um lightly so they they definitely felt disrespected and you know as a result they got a W they're 2 and 0 now and um yeah they are Taking on, I think, Colorado State um, this weekend. Yeah, Colorado State this weekend. So, yep. Um, right 18 in the AP poll and taking on Colorado State with a 2-0 and record. So, hey, <laughs> if, you're, if you're a Buffaloes fan right now in Boulder or anywhere else around the, the world or, or um, country, um, you, you are excited right now. Um, to be a Colorado Buffaloes fan. So, you know, Dion's really bringing the excitement. Um, he's really bringing that swagger that wasn't there previously with the previous staff. And, you know, I, you'll, you'll take any win um, any day after being 1-11 and 11 last year. So, uh, so a big day for Dion and his squad. Um, next game, we got Texas A&M taking on Miami. Texas A&M lost this game 33-48. to 48. Um, 
Connor Wegman, he was 31 for 53, 336 yards through the air, two touchdowns, and he threw two picks. Tyler Van Dyke, he had a great game. Um, he was 21 for 30, 374 yards, and five touchdowns. Um, overall, I'd say about this this game, uh, Miami looked stout. Um, they looked like a actual threat in the ACC. So, you know, we'll, we'll definitely see what happens um, throughout the rest of the season with Miami. But, um, but they look good. Um, as for Texas A&M, um, you know, they just didn't, they just didn't pressure Tyler Van Dyke enough, um, in this game. Like they really didn't pressure him at all. And that's what r really did A&M in was not getting to the quarterback. They scored some points. Um, I mean, if you're an A&M fan, I guess you can be pretty happy that way, um, that, the offense, I guess, is somewhat working, but um, your defense didn't help out. Like, they didn't get any pressure on Tyler Van Dyke at all, which pretty much just made Mario Cristobal and, and their squad just say, like, hey, <laughs> these guys aren't doing anything to us. Let's keep scoring because they're not going to be able to catch up with this with the poorest defense that they have. So, um, overall, that was pretty much how that game had went out. Um, A&M is one and one now. I don't know, um, what happens <laughs> throughout the rest of the season with A&M. Is it just more of the same? Some people are saying that, um, we'll have to see, but overall, um, that was pretty much that game in a nutshell. So, uh, we'll have to see how the rest of the season fares um, with both teams. But um, congrats to the Hurricanes on um, their victory over the weekend. Um, other games that we had over the weekend, um, two more before I go ahead and talk about the other scores in the top 25. We got Old Miss, um, number 20 Old Miss over the weekend. They took on... Um, number 24, Tulane, the Green Wave. Um, Ole Miss defeated Tulane 37-20. to 20. Um, Jackson Dart, he was 17 for 27, 267 yards. Um, had two touchdowns and threw one pick. Kai Horton for the Green Wave. Um, he was 15 for 37, 231 yards. Um, with one touchdown and also threw one interception. So, um, <laughs> as you can kind of see just from the stats from both quarterbacks, looking at the game, you, you would probably say like, oh man, Ole Miss, they, you know, they, they did pretty well. Like they took care of business and towards the end they did. But overall, if you watch that game, um, it was very much a defensive battle um both teams were <laughs> really um button heads with each other and it wasn't really much of a high scoring game that initially i thought that it could have had been um i thought it was going to be like one of those shootout kind of games but unfortunately it wasn't um but yeah um 
Ole Miss won. Quinshawn Juckins, he had 18 carries, 48 yards, um, and one touchdown. Um, um, let's see. Makai Hughes, he had 23 carries, 92 yards, and a touchdown. Um, yeah, I, I really like um, Makai Hughes for Tulane. I think he's going to be a really good player for them throughout the rest of the season. So, um, so yeah, um, yeah, pretty, pretty solid day. I'd say individually, um, for him. Um, I think he's gonna, he's gonna definitely help out Tulane throughout the season. So, so yeah, that was, that was pretty much that game. It was a big defensive battle, but, um, later on, Ole Miss kind of ran away with it. Uh, by capitalizing off some mistakes that um, Tulane had made. So, so yeah, that is that game. And I will close out um, one of the top games over the weekend. We had number 17, North Carolina, taking on App State, the Mountaineers. Um, this game ended in OT with North Carolina defeating the Mountaineers 40-34. to um, at home. So yeah, <laughs> Appalachian state continues to scare the, the living daylights out of everyone. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Um, Drake may, he was 21 for 30, 208, um, yards through the air. Didn't throw any touchdowns. Um, but, um, Omarion Hampton is running back. Um, he had 26 carries, 300, um, 234 yards, excuse me, and three touchdowns. So a really big day on the ground for Hampton. He, he was he was really, um, really, really uh, working for the Tar Heels during during the day. So um, Drake May he had 11 carries, 57 yards, and a touchdown, and um, we got Caleb Hood. He had six carries, 26 yards for a touchdown as well. So, um, yeah, North, North Carolina, they won that game with their legs <laughs> more than um, throwing the football. So, you know, this was one of those things where when you're facing the App State, that's just what they're going to do. And then that, that's just how they're going to challenge you unfortunately each and every time so um so yeah it was a <laughs> a scary moment if you're a Tar Heels fan but hey a win's a win you know like they say a win a win is a win and you take that win any way you can get it you just want to go out on top um with a W so so yeah so those were some of the top games over the weekend, I'll go ahead and talk about all of, all of the rest of the games in week two. So um, let me go ahead and pull it up. And yeah, I have it right here. So um, top games, other top games over the weekend in week two. When dealing with the top 25, we got number one, Georgia, starting slow against Ball State. They win that game 45 to three. Michigan, number two, Michigan, um, defeated UNLV 35 to seven. Um, Southern Miss um, 
had to go on the road to take on number four, Florida State. They lose that game 66 to 13. Florida State had a big day. Of course, Jordan Travis, um, he had 175 yards and two touchdowns um, passing. So, so big day for Jordan Travis um, in that foot in that football game. Um, number five, Ohio State defeated Youngstown State 35 to seven. Number six. USC defeated Stanford 56 to 10. Number seven, Penn State defeated Delaware 63 to 7. Number eight, Washington defeated Tulsa 43 to 10. Um, Michael Penix Jr., he had 409 yards, three touchdowns, and um, he threw for one interception. So, um that was pretty much the game for um the huskies um overall big day they got the win and um pretty decent day for Penix jr anytime you throw 409 yards <laughs> i'd say so so the huskies are rolling um number nine tennessee defeated austin p um 32 13 um we got oh yeah this this was a <laughs> it was a funny game right here number 10 notre dame had to travel all the way to take on nc state um they defeated them 45 to 24 um they had to deal with a, a really bad thunderstorm that pretty much had them in a weather delay for an hour and a half um approximately about an hour and a half so that was a, a good win for the fighting irish um number 12 baylor um like i had mentioned baylor earlier um in the show where they were really challenging utah a lot in this game to a point that i thought baylor was going to you know etch out with the victory but number 12 utah defeated baylor um 20 to 13 in that game um sawyer robinson which is um he came from mississippi state as will rogers backup um he had to come into that game um this week he had two 218 yards and um two interceptions but um but he was really trying hard for um baylor to you know squeak out with a victory but but yeah that's that's how that that game had fared over the weekend um a couple of other scores um number 13 oregon defeated texas tech 38 to 30 that was a scare if you're a Ducks fan. Um, <laughs> you, you didn't really know how that was going to go, um, how, how that game was going to end, but Bo Nix and his squad um, took care of business. Um, he had a pretty good day. Um, he had 359 yards, two touchdowns. So, Oregon, you escape. <laughs> so so you you gotta you gotta keep on keep winning of course because you, you know what's looming you got prime time you got caleb williams you know 
defending Heisman champion. So you got a lot of work to do. But, hey, like I said earlier, a win is a win. Anyway, you can get it. Um, so, yeah. So we got number 14, LSU, um, beating Grambling at home, 72 to 10. Um, Jaden Daniels, he had 269 yards and five touchdowns. Um, number 15, Kansas State defeated Troy 42 to 13. Um, Kansas State advances to 2 and 0. Number 16, Oregon, Oregon State defeats UC Davis 55 to 7. Um, number 18, Oklahoma defeated SMU 28 to 11. Washington State um, defeated number 19 Wisconsin um, at home 31 to 22. Washington State now advances to two and oh. So um, so big shout out to the Cougars at Washington State. Number 21 Duke defeats Lafayette 42 to 7. And we will end with the rest of the top 25 scores uh, of the week with um, number 25 Clemson um, defeating Charleston Southern 66 to 17. K. Klubnik had 315 yards, four touchdowns, and um, he did throw for one interception. So, um, so yeah, that is all of the games, all of the rest of the games in um, the top 25 for week two so um a couple of fcs scores that i'll go over before we talk about our week three games and get you out of here today uh, we had lee high defeating mary mac 14 to 12 this was kevin cahill's first win with the mountain hawks um he currently um previously served um, as Yale's offensive coordinator. So, um, so big win for Coach Cahill and his squad. Uh, Bethune Cookman defeated Savannah State 31 to 6. North Dakota defeated um, Northern Arizona 37 to 22. Jackson State defeated Southern um, 27 to 14 um, after losing last week against FAMU. Norfolk State, 31. Um, they defeated Hampton, 31 to 23. And the final game we have in FCS for the week, uh, we got Miles College defeating Alabama State, 21 to 17. So, so yeah, that those are all of the scores um, for week two, uh, which now leads us into week three of the season so we got lsu going um on a trip to starkville to take on the mississippi state bulldogs so that should be a really great defensive matchup i really want to see uh, what we're what um zach arnett's defense does what Will rogers does what Jaden daniels does and um what Harold Perkins and his defensive squad does um, in this football game. So it's a big defining um, 
um, season um, builder if you're both teams um, I should say so this this game is is, is really big in, in terms of um, creating that um, spark that you need getting momentum so I definitely want to see how both teams fare in that game so um, we have South Carolina taking on Georgia um, that'll be a good one um, you got <laughs> two pretty good quarterbacks um, that'll be battling one another but um, I think Georgia is um, going to um, take care of business in, in, in this game um, that's just my uh, that that's just what I, I think is going going to happen of course so um, we'll, we'll see uh, we got Carson Beck um, taking on Spencer Rattler. So, you know, both quarterbacks can get hot at any time. So I'm interested to see what happens in that game. Um, we got Tennessee at Florida. Uh, we want to see what Florida does. Um, can they bounce back? Are they a good team? Um, we want to see literally what uh, what becomes of that football game um i know tennessee did start pretty slow um, this week against austin p but you know they got it rolling um as the game had had progressed so uh, we want to see what happens in that game of course um it's another big sec matchup i'd say for the week so and um we got washington going to Michigan State. I want to see what the psyche of Michigan <laughs> what Michigan State, what that team is is like after um all of the stuff going on with Mel Tucker and everything and um now that that he has been um let go um by Michigan State. I I really want to see um how Michigan State um you know reacts uh, you know are they, are they going to let all of this um bad news kind of linger around and um really distract them so um so yeah those are my top games um for the week so um so yeah yeah and um as always let us know of course what your top games are for the week me and Chris would love to know um what type games you guys want to see as well so um so yeah that's pretty much it for me um i always appreciate you guys for uh, listening in to the show chris and i both uh, we very much appreciate it if you guys want to um, follow us on social media um you can follow um me on me and Chris on X. Um, you can follow me at Listen to KSW. Um, you can follow me there and talk to me about college football, anything. Um, we can always have a um, civil discussion, I, uh, <laughs> I should say, um, about any topic that you want to um, to discuss. So, um, so yeah, feel free to follow me on there. Um, you can also follow Chris. Um, at Chris underscore Bolton underscore 12 um, as well. And you can also 
talk to him about um, things going on around college football and other sports as well. Um, but yeah, guys, that's it for me. Until next time, me and Chris, hopefully we'll be back and um, we'll talk about everything that happened in week three of the college football season. Um, so yeah, guys, y'all take care. Peace.